Okay, everyone, that clickety-clack sound means it's time for TV Oblivion, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 13, season one. Today's date is August 12, 2022, and thank you for joining me today. Uh, I have an interesting show coming up. Uh, here is today's lineup. Uh, from the 1950s, I will talk about the TV show Racket Squad. From the 1960s, it's the TV sitcom Mrs. G Goes to College. From the 1970s, this is the children's uh, TV program Curiosity Shop. And from the 1980s is the uh, TV show Aloha Paradise. From the 1990s, it's the TV drama Homefront. Uh, from the 2000s is the uh, the Lone Gunman that is a spinoff of The X Files. And from 2010 is uh, Are you you there, Chelsea? That was a sitcom that starred. Uh, it's from Chelsea Handler. She created that co-creator, I guess. <laughs> okay. Right now, uh, the program will go into a commercial break, and this program is brought to you by Pillsbury Bundt Cake. And here's a commercial from 1973. Oh, I love like I love those. I love cake. I really do, especially Bundt Cake. <laughs> so sit back and enjoy, everyone, and relax. Here we go. Pillsbury Bundt Cakes. Fancy cakes made easy. Watch that ring of macaroon. Now you see it. Now you don't. But slice the bundt cake and there's the macaroon inside. Chocolate macaroon is one of five bundt brand ring cakes from Pillsbury. Cake, filling, and glaze mix all in one box. So you don't have to be a fancy baker to bake a fancy cake. Bundt Cakes from Pillsbury. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Pillsbury Bundt Cake Mix. Uh, that was from 1973. Uh, I, like I said before, I still I love cake. I still do. Uh, Bundt Cake, uh, I don't know if you can still... I haven't seen the cake mixes for Bundt Cake. Uh, I don't remember. I see regular cakes, you know. But it was very popular in the 70s. Um, my favorite is chocolate, the... Uh, White, vanilla, spice, uh, lemon. Now they come out in red. Uh, red velvet didn't didn't exist back then, so I love red velvet. Um, let's see what else. Uh, carrot cake, etc., uh, etc. Et um, one thing I want to point out is uh, I don't know if you remember the movie uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding that came out in two thousand two, I think. 2003, 2002, uh, there's a scene uh, where the two families meet and uh, the groom's family brought over a bun cake. <laughs> and uh, the mother, uh, uh, Lanny Kazan's character can't pronounce bunt. She goes, bunt, bunt, bunt. <laughs> I know Greek people. They don't know how to talk. They, they, they try, but, uh, but the, it was hilarious. I don't know why this scene stands out. And I still laugh about it. It's a great movie. I love it. The second movie was good, too. Uh, they're making a third one. I think they finished uh, filming. They wrapped it up. They filmed it in Greece. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, uh, I heard it was uh, filmed in Corfu. And Greeks know it's kick it up. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. Okay. At the beginning of the show, I, I read up, I read the lineup for t uh, for uh, episode thirteen, 
So I'm going to get started right now. First show coming up is Racket Squad from the 1950s. Oh, I remember the show. I never seen it because uh, I, was, I wasn't born yet. So uh, I'll give you a little history of the show. <coughs> Excuse me. Here we go. Um, it ran for three seasons. Uh, it premiered on June 7th, 1951, and uh, last aired September 28th, 1953. And uh, it was a half-hour show. And uh, it was originally produced uh, in 1950, and then uh, CBS picked it up. And it was filmed at the Hal Roach Studios, you remember Hal Roach? He created, you know, he from uh, Little Rascals and Laurel Hardy, and that was in Culver City, California. The sponsor of the show was Philip Morris Cigarettes. Also, Lyle Lucy uh, sponsored that for many seasons, and uh, it was a very popular show. And uh, the summer, the plot was, um, um, it showed methods and sneaky stuff that con men and bunko artists uh do i don't know if people say bunko artists today i don't think so and uh so they had a good cast um the lead actor of the show was reed hadley and he was captain john braddock and uh he's very good uh not a famous actor he did some movies did some television and uh at the end of the show, he he gave the television viewers advice on how to avoid to be a victim, which was uh, you know very smart. You know, so it's also true to this day. And the uh, the plots of the show were actual case films from uh, from police departments, uh, biggest business organizations from the United States. And uh, let's see, uh, they had a lot of guest stars. Uh, one particular was Hugh Beaumont, <laughs> excuse me, played War Cleaver on Leave it to Beaver. And uh, there was Jackie Coogan, there was Will Gear, you know, Jackie Coogan uh, from the Adams Family, uh, Will Gear, Grandpa Walton from the Waltons, uh, Noel Neal, Lois Lane from Adventures of Superman, and uh, also from Superman, Robert Shane, who played Inspector Henderson. Okay. Uh, right now, I'm going to play. Uh, it's not the theme song. It's like a, it sounds like at the end of the show. So I'm going to play that now. And that is Reed Hadley speaking as Captain John Braddock. So here you go. What you're about to see is a real life story taken from the files of the police racket and bunco squads, business protective associations, and similar sources all over the country. It is intended to expose the confidence game. The carefully worked out frauds by which confidence men take more money each year from the American public than all the bank robbers and thugs with their violence. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that little uh, audio clip of Racket Squad. Uh, I'd like to make a correction. I don't think this was at the end of the show. I, seems like, it sounds like from the beginning, so I wasn't sure. I saw a couple episodes on YouTube. Um, you know, it's not like fast-paced action, you know, like that. It was very slow, and uh, but I like it that way. It's uh, very nice. And uh, 
Let's see. After Reed Hadley starred in the show, uh, he went on to uh, another show uh, on, on CBS. It was called The Public Defender, and that ran about uh, a season. And um, someday I'll talk about that show. And uh, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. What I said about uh, what he when he spoke, it was the prologue to the camera. So that was in the beginning. Uh, but here's the epilogue of the show. I'm going to read it right now. It says like this. I'm closing this case now, or rather the courts will, but they'll, there will be others because that's the way the world is built. There are people who can slap you on the back with one hand and pick your pocket with the other, and it could happen to you. Oh, very true. <laughs> um, it is on DVD. Uh, it's about uh, 11 volumes i don't know if all of all the episodes are there i'm not sure uh you can find the show on youtube you can find some episodes there at your convenience if you'd like you can watch that um let's see uh reed hadley like i said he did some acting uh and he, he passed away on december 11 1974 and uh after he did the public defender, he started some shows and then, uh, you know, then he just uh, just retired, I guess. So that's good. But, you know, a lot of people, he's practically forgotten. A lot of people don't remember him, which is a shame. Okay. Next up, uh, we're going to talk about the sitcom from the 1960s, Mrs. G Goes to College. Well, this is an interesting show. Uh, this show starred uh, Gertrude Berg, famous for uh, Molly Goldberg from the Goldbergs. <laughs> very old show, very old show. I'm going to talk about that show someday. I find it fascinating. And uh, this premiered also at that lovely network, CBS, on October 4th, 1961, which is my birthday. And uh, but I was born uh, two years later, and it ended April fifth, nineteen sixty two. Ran it was a thirty minute sitcom. And uh, let's see, the plot of the show was: uh, it was a older woman that she wanted to go back to college, and uh, you know, like most people, they want to finish or they want to fulfill their lives. And uh, the and her character's thing was Sarah Green. Now, uh, actually, she this is not her first appearance on the show. She appeared at, on another sitcom uh, called Hennessy, and that starred Jackie Cooper and Abby Dalton. Then it was earlier in the year. So uh, the rest of the cast, the rest of the cast was uh, this is kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, you have uh, Sir, Hedri Sir Cedric Hardwick. His character's name was Professor Creighton. And, Mar and uh, character actress Mary Wicks, you've seen her all over the place. She was on the uh, I Love Lucy, Lucy show. I think Here's Lucy. Yeah, she was on Here's Lucy. Yeah, she uh, she's most famous as, uh, I think she was, um, she did one of the voices in the Disney animated movie, animated movie The Hunchback of Notre Dame. She would, I think that was her last role because she died in 1995. Also in the cast was uh, Skip Ward. And uh, the one who played uh, Gertrude 
Gertrude Berg's daughter was Marion Ross, and she was in there for a few episodes. And uh, also, the professor's wife was played by Anetta Corsat, or Anita, uh, we all know as uh, Helen Crump from the Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> and uh, also, in also in a few episodes, was an actress named Karen Cuppison. And uh, that was the daughter of Irv Cuppison. He wrote a column in the in Chicago, I think, the Tribune, or sometimes I think the Tribune. I forgot. Yeah, I should do about him and my other um, podcast, Spanish Chicago and Stories. And uh, yeah, very pretty girl, but uh, unfortunately, she was murdered in 1963, and uh, the case was unsolved to this day. So that's uh, I had no idea about that until the um, the Eat Network ran the e True Hollywood Stories and ran a story about that, which I found it interesting. You know, so that became unsolved to this day. Like I said before, and uh, let's see what else. So it didn't do well in the ratings, and uh, it it was sponsored. Sponsored by General Foods because uh, it went up against uh, TV show Hawaii and I on ABC and Perry Como's Craft Music Hall on NBC. So um, after 13 episodes, they changed the name from Mrs. G Goes to College to the Gertrude Burke, Burke Show. They did uh, not much change. So believe so. Um, Gertrude Berg was a very interesting actress. You know, she was uh, she was in a radio, uh, I think, uh, on Broadway. Her radio show, The Goldbergs, was very popular, and uh, and then uh, she passed away in on September fourteenth, nineteen sixty six. And uh, you can find uh, some surviving episodes of The Goldbergs on television on DVD. Not many, because a lot of them were erased. And that's how the practice was back in the early days. So, I'm going to play the theme song for Mrs. G Goes to College. And so, sit back and enjoy. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Mrs. G Goes to College. Um, it's not on D the show is not on DVD, but this show aired on a cable channel. Let's see what uh, I forgot the name. Yeah, uh, from Get TV. And uh, I don't know if it's still on. I don't think so. Uh, aired about eh, about five years ago. I wish I'd watched it. You know, but I did find a couple episodes on YouTube, and I find the show very charming. It really was. Uh, Gertrude Berg was excellent. You know, typical Jewish mother. <laughs> I know some Greek mothers like that, you know, but uh, but she cared about her family and she was very, you know, her heart was in the right place, but she could drive you crazy. <laughs> it reminds me of Ida Morgenstern from Rhoda. <laughs> so so uh, hopefully someday it'll come out on DVD. If it does, 
I will buy it. I really would. Okay. Next up from the 1970s is uh, is the Cur- Curiosity Shop. Uh, this was a very interesting show. And uh, let's see. It premiered on September 2nd, 1971. Ended January 8th, 1972. And it only ran for 17 episodes. It was an educational show. Geared at children. It was executive. It was uh, the executive producer was Chuck Jones, who did uh, Looney Tunes from you know Bugs Bunny and from Warner Brothers. And uh, the show was sponsored by Kellogg's. And uh, the plot of the show was there were three children, very nosy kids, two boys and a girl, and each week they would visit a shop and they had puppets and gadgets and they were discovering. Interesting things about uh, science, nature, history. I loved, you know, and I watched the show when it aired. I loved it. It was wonderful. And it ran for an hour, and uh, it covered a, a, a specific theme. You know, there was a plot. Like, for example, I'll read off the plot sometimes. Uh, clothing, music, dance, the weather, the five senses, space, time, rules. Flight dolls, they had, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so uh, you can't find it on, you know, there's no episodes uh, survive, except there was some material from the pilot episode. So they're gone. I don't know why they did that, because that would be fascinating. If they released this on DVD, I would watch it. And uh, let's see, uh, cast of characters. I will read off real quick. Let's see what we got. Um, you know, they had a large cast, so uh, there was a lot of. Uh, so I'll read off just the. Right now, I'm just going to read the kids. So when I come back, after I play the introduction of Curiosity Shop, I will read off the puppets. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, first, it was uh, the boys were Gerard and Ralph, and it was played by John Levin and Carrie McLean. And uh, the girls, there were two actresses. One was Pamela Pamela Ferdin. You've probably seen her on many TV sitcoms. Uh, she was an actress. Uh, I remember one. She was from the uh, the Brady Bunch episode where she played Lucy. And there was one where Jan and Peter went to her birthday party and Jan wore that black wig. <laughs> and she was in that. She also was in the act couple. And the other uh, actress was uh, Gerilyn Fields, and she played Cindy. Also, there was a witch, and her name was Gittel. And uh, that was played by Barbara Minkus. And whenever the children mentioned her name, like, like, or they or someone say which, you know, even though it's not W I T C H or it's W H I C H, it sounds the same, it's a homonym. So, uh, she would appear, you know, I remember that. Okay, right now, I'm going to play the introduction of Curiosity Shop from 1971, and then when I come back, I will talk about the puppets. And it's, it's, a, there's a lot of them, and they're very interesting, so they might jog your memory. If you if you did watch the show, so here we go.
Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Curiosity Shop. Right now, I'm just going to read the, uh, the anime, uh, uh, the characters. Uh, two were animated from Chuck Jones. One was uh, Professor S.I. Trivia. He was a bookworm who lived in a dictionary. And uh, he would supply a definition uh, to a word that the children we're not familiar with, he would tell them. Also, there was a Monsieur Cuckoo. <laughs> he had a French accent, and his catchphrase was, that's right. <laughs> uh, so he was funny. And uh, he always tried to catch Professor Professor Trivia with a nosedive before the worm uh, would uh, grab it. And, and he would cause to ram into the dictionary, and he always got his beak stuck in the dictionary. I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> and then right now I'm going to talk about the puppets. And uh, the puppets were created by Bob Barker. Not Bob Barker from Price is Right. He was from the Bar Bob Barker. No, his name was Bob Baker. Excuse me. Pardon me. <gasps> yeah. It was Bob Baker, and he was from the Bob Baker Marionette Theater in L.A., and he created the puppets, and uh, there were a lot of them, so I'm going to read them off. Um, before I do that, here's the voices of the puppets. Uh, one was from Mel Blanc. You all know from Bugs Bunny. Jew Foray, Rocky the Squirrel, uh, Don Masek from Hanna-Barbera, and Les Tremaine. Uh, you remember him from the TV show Shazam. Uh and uh, but he was a radio actor and all that, and also uh, Bob Holt, he was a voice actor. So here we go. Um, there was a character called uh, named Flip, uh, an orange hippopotamus. <laughs> and uh, let's see, the other one was Baron Balthazar. I can't pronounce his name. He was a bearded derby. He wore a derby. He was a he had a beard. He was a little man, and he would tell. Uh, stories like that and uh the other one was a a kind of a weird character it was called the oogle and it was uh he had a beak and he had a hat you know if you find pictures of uh curiosity shop you might find you might know next one was a onomatopoeia <laughs> i think that's a very famous and uh it was a multi-legged furry beast it had sound effects, and uh, the other one was Woodrow the Groundhog. Often the quiet, <laughs> he did that. I remember that. E.K. Mouse, you know, he would scream. Nostalgia, uh, she was an elephant, but uh, sometimes she forgot. But she was scared of the mouse, you know. Uh, elephants are afraid of mice. <laughs> Next was Hermione Giraffe, and uh, she was very, um, very elegant. And then and, and, uh, also there was Arthur the Aardvark, and he didn't like uh, didn't like ants. It was unusual. And uh, the other one was Olfactory the Bloodhound, and he sneezed all the time. He had hay fever. Also Halcyon the Hyena. He was a green hyena. Also uh, Oliver Wendell Lookout. He was an owl. Dressed in flight gear, and there was Miss Fowler. Fowler, she was a flower in a pot. 
And uh, there were other characters. Uh, there was a, there was one that was a chimpanzee. His name was Darwin. He lived in a treehouse. And there was also Eunice the Seal. And uh, they had a talking computer. So if the children need uh, to ask a question, uh, he presented, uh, they had a screen. So he showed movies or, or like footage. He would do that. Also, there was Hudson. Uh, he was just a rock but by Rock Hudson. Granny TV was an old TV set that showed uh, like silent movies, Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton, you know, et cetera. Haven Meyer, The Helping Hand. It was an animated white glove. Reminds me of a thing from the Adams family. <laughs> and there was Mr. Jones. He owned uh, of the he was the owner of the store. And uh, the only way he communicated, he left a message on a tape recorder. He did that. And uh, at the end of the show, Pamela Ferdin will always say, goodbye, Mr. Jones, wherever you are. It reminds me of Jimmy uh, Durante with goodbye, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. <laughs> uh, before I wrap up on this episode, uh, there were some uh, guest stars. Uh, there was uh, Vincent Price. Uh, they, I remember this episode. He was in a Halloween episode. That was scary. And uh, the characters dressed up as uh, like monsters, you know, or they dress up. They had uh, costumes. And uh, it was called "Where do you get? Where do you go to get out of a scare?" And I remember that one. Oh, that was uh, that was spooky. But it, it, when the when the puppets appeared, they were like in the joke wall from Roland Martin's Laugh End. So that's what it reminds. Also, the pilot uh, it featured all the four actors, all the child actors, and uh, that premiered on September second. 1971 that was the pilot and they showed uh the first song from multiplication rock three is a magic number remember multiplication rock and uh so it did not premiered on like from uh schoolhouse rock no it disappeared on this show so it's interesting also uh i remember they had a lunchbox i remember when i was in school one of the kids had it. it was purple and very colorful. Oh, it was gorgeous. You could still find it. You'd be. So it's, it's a shame the show it doesn't exist. You know, um, maybe there are clips on YouTube. Probably. Maybe not. I don't know. But if it does come on DVD, I'll buy it. I really would. Okay. So that wraps up for Curiosity Shop. Next up, I will talk about Aloha Paradise from the 1980s. Ah. Uh, I remember the show very well. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, so here's here we go. Uh, this was de debuted on ABC February 25th, 1981. Uh, was canceled April 22nd, 1981. And it was like the love boat on an island, <laughs> a very tropical island. And uh, the cast consists of Debbie Reynolds, uh, we all know her from Singing in the Rain and uh, movies, television. Also, Bill Daly from I Dream of Jeannie, Bob Newhart Show, Pat Klaus. Uh, she started in the show, and then she replaced uh, Lori, Lauren Tweez on The Love Boat. And had Stephen Shortridge. He played uh, he played Bo on Welcome Back, Cotter. 
and there was also Charles Flesh Fleischer. You know him as the voice of Roger Rabbit. <laughs> he was also on Welcome Back, Carter too. You know, so so the plot of, this, of the show was uh, it was just like Love Boat, Fantasy Island. They they the guests uh, arrived at it was called the Paradise Village, and it was located on the coast of Kona, Hawaii. And uh, Debbie Reynolds played Sydney Chase. She was the manager. Uh, Bill Daly was the assistant manager. Uh, Curtis Shea. Other was the Pat, uh, Pat Claus's character was Fran. She was the social director. Lauren T. T. Tweez. I can't pronounce the name. Stephen Short Shortridge was the lifeguard. Richard Bean. And uh, I don't know what ever. I don't know what Charles Flesher did. I forgot. Also, there was a bartender. Her name was Mokiha, Mokihama. I remember her. She was a very large woman, you know, very polite. So she was Isaac, <laughs> a, fem a female Hawaiian Isaac, that she was. Okay. Uh, right now I'm going to play the theme song to Aloha Paradise. And uh, in uh, the theme song, I think it sounds like Steve Lawrence. Yeah, I think it was Steve Lawrence. And, uh, you know, because Jack Jones did the theme song to uh, The Love Boat. So here is uh, the opening theme song of Aloha Paradise. <laughs> song for Aloha Paradise. Uh, I had to verify something. Yeah, it was uh, Steve Lawrence. He sang the theme song. According to uh, sources, some sources, that uh, Debbie Reynolds, when she started the show, she hated it. <laughs> she thought the scripts were lousy. She's being a lady, you know, and she said, oh, I can't, oh, this is terrible. She, So she was relieved that this was canceled. <laughs> 
And uh, I think you can find some clips on YouTube, but you know, the guest stars, they had a lot of them, you know, just like uh, probably the same ones that appeared on Fantasy Island and The Love Boat. They had a lot of them like that. And uh, it was amazing. Uh, I'm trying to find one that was that stood out the most. Uh, not really. So uh, uh, just the usual guest stars like that. And uh, it was funny like that. <laughs> So, of course, it was produced by Aaron Spelling. We all know him from The Love Boat, Dynasty, Fantasy Island, Melrose Place, 90210, TJ Hooker. He was the king. He, did, he had a lot of them. So that was great. Okay. Next up, um, I'm going to talk about Homefront. That, uh, don't be confused with the other show uh, that... That I think it airs on show that aired on Showtime in 2013. This is a different home run, home front. So this this one um, aired on ABC. It premiered on September 24th, 1991. Uh, ended April 26, 1993. It ran for two seasons, 42 episodes. The theme song was from Accentuate the Positive, and that was performed by Jack Sheldon and. Uh, the composer of the theme song was Johnny Mercer, and this was set in the 40s. And the plot of the show was there were uh, soldiers that returned home from uh, World War II, and they dealt with their home life. And uh, this sounds like that movie from 1946, The Best Years of Our Life, which, Lives, which is uh, a wonderful movie. I love that movie. That came out in 1946. And... Uh, it sounds like that. So they had a good cast. Uh, it starred Kyle Chandler. You all know him from Early Edition. You know him from that. And uh, let's see. And also there was Sammy Davis. Not Sammy Davis Jr. This is a woman <laughs> with an eye. She was from England. Also Ken Jenkins. Uh, you know him from, he was known as Dr. Bob Kelso from the, TV comedy Scrubs. Also, Mimi Kennedy. She was an actress. Tammy Lauren. You probably she's uh, famous for she was uh, famous for that movie Wishmaster. You know, with that scary genie. Ugh. Also, there was David Newsom. Uh, let's see, Wendy Phillips, Kelly Rutherford. Do you remember her from Merrill's Place? And uh, I forgot what other show she was in. Yeah. Uh, there was also in the cast was John Slattery, which you remember him from Mad Men and uh, Desperate Housewives. So uh, it was a very good, it was, you know, this was a very popular show. Not very, uh, ratings wise, no, but it was, uh, it was wonderful. People, people still talk about it to this day. I've seen that on social media. They love this show. And uh, Dear Abby and other, other, uh, People wanted the show to continue. They wrote into ABC, please let it let it uh, let it continue. Let it stay. It didn't work. It was canceled. So right now I'm gonna play the theme song for Homefront, the nineteen ninety-one series. You got to act 
situate the positive, eliminate the negative, and latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith or pandemonium. Live on to walk upon the scene. But you will illustrate my last remark. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Homefront. Uh, it's not on DVD. I wish it was. You know, I remember watching the show. It was pretty good. It was. Uh, I liked it a lot. You know, and uh, let's see. So, uh, you know, it aired in syndication for a while, and then uh, it was called. Uh, I don't know if you remember the network called the American Life TV Network. It aired there, so that was good. And uh, hopefully it'll come back. I really would. I would hope it would come back. Okay. Next up we have from the 2000s is The Lone Gunman. <laughs> so um, this was a spinoff from The X-Files, which I love. I love the, I love the show. And... Uh, they were uh, the Lone Gunmen were a trio of characters. I'll read off the name. One was Richard Ringo Langley, Melvin Frokel, and John Fitzgerald Byers. And they and uh, they appeared on the X Files uh, many times, you know. And uh, I don't know, th their characters are very intriguing, and they caught on with fans and. Uh, they were described as counter-cultural patriots and conspiracy theorists, like we have today. <laughs> so, uh, and they were also computer hackers, and they always assist uh, the characters uh, Fox Mulder and uh, and Scully, Agent Scully. And uh, but sometimes they had their own adventures on that, and. Uh, and uh, let's see. So, the the show premiered. Let's see when did when did it premiere? I'm not sure. Uh, just a moment, please. Get it. Ah, here we go. It premiered on March fourth, two thousand one. Uh, ended June first, two thousand one. Uh, for only for thirteen episodes. And uh, you know it was part of the X Files uh, franchise and. Uh, it was a good show, but uh, I don't know. I guess people didn't want to watch it anymore. 
In the pilot episode, they had uh, something very scary, kind of eerie. Uh, they aired where uh, this is before the September 11 attacks, you know, on the on the World Trade Center, and there was uh, there were some members of the U.S. government, and they were bad guys, and they were, they had tried to hijack a airline uh, airline departing from Boston, and they're planning to crash it at the World Trade Center, and. Uh, so they let they let some terrorist group take the credit and to gain support for a new Cold War. So they tried to foil it, but that was too scary. So I, I never saw the episode. I want to because I want to get this on DVD someday and watch it because I have the X Files on Blu-ray and it looks well, gorgeous. It really was. And. Uh, Right now, I'm going to play the theme song, and then when I get back, I will talk about the characters in the show. Okay, so sit back and enjoy. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I'm back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the theme song for The Lone Gunman. Um, I'm going to read off the uh, characters and who played. Uh, John Fitzgerald Byers was played by Bruce Harwood. Um, Melvin Frokel was portrayed by Tom Braidwood. And Richard Ringo Langley was played by Dean Haglund. And others uh, in the cast was... Uh, He's Adele Harlow, played by Zulika Robinson. She was the femme fatale. And uh, sometimes she works for them, but you you can't be trusted. (laughs) It was revealed that her name was an anagram for Lee Harvey Oswald. And um, also there was uh, Jimmy Bond, played by Stephen Stenton. He was in the show as well. So uh, that lasted about 13 episodes, and then um, they also after the show was canceled, uh, they appeared on the next files episode called "Jump the Shark," and then uh, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen the show. They were killed off, so <laughs> but they were very reliable to uh, to uh, Mulder and Scully like that so uh like i said before i will buy i will probably buy the um i will buy this show on dvd i hope it's still available so and that'd be great okay so right now uh the last show i would talk about uh this is from the 2010s is are you there chelsea and uh this was a sitcom it only lasted 12 episodes it was released on january January 11th, 2012, ended March 28, 2012. You know, it was there and it was gone. 30-minute sitcom, aired on NBC. 
And the cast was, uh, this. well, let me talk about the plot. The plot was based on a book written by uh, comedian Chelsea Handler. And it's uh, based on some stories in her, uh, of her life when she was in her early 20s. And uh, the cast was Laura, Laura Prepon. You remember her from the, that 70s show. Also in The Orange is the New Black. She was in that show as well. Also Jake McDorman. Uh, he was uh, another um, one-hit wonder. <laughs> it was called Limitless. It was on CBS. And also there was Lauren Lapkus. She was a comedian. And she was also in The Orange is the New Black. Uh, in Orange is the New Black. She was on there as well. And also Lenny Clark. Uh, he, he was in a sitcom called Lenny. I'm going to talk about that someday, but unfortunately he passed away. And uh, let's see, others was uh, Ellie Wong. She was a uh, comedian. Also, uh, Mark Povinelli. Uh, he, he was just a movie, um, you know, he was just an actor in movies and TV. Also recurring in the cast, also Chelsea Hander was in the show. Not every not every show, but she was in there. She played a character called Sloan Brady Bradley. She played in that. I saw the saw maybe one episode, you know, and uh, let's see. So uh, right now I'm going to play the theme song real quick. It's very quick, you know. You, it's like a few seconds. So and uh, so when I come back, I'll talk a little bit more of the show. Okay, so sit back and enjoy. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the uh, theme song for uh, Are You There, Chelsea? It was very brief, very quick. Um, let's see. They started doing this a year before, and then, um, I don't know, they had some some problems like that. And, you know, also uh, on the show was uh, comedian Joe, Joe Coy. He played a bartender where he worked, and uh, believe it or not, he's a stand-up comic, and he was he was romantically involved with Jesse Handler. But I heard they broke up. But they did star in the show together, you know. And then, uh, but it didn't uh, it didn't work very well. So, uh, which was which was a shame because of that, and. So I remember watching this show, and uh, it was funny. It was okay. And then uh, let's see what else. So they they premiered on the show, and uh, it was on Wednesday nights, and it was on another sitcom called Whitney, if you remember that one. And uh, it starred Whitney Cummings, another uh, comedian like that. So that 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 one that's a come last a little longer. So that, so that's, uh, you know, they, in the 2010s, you don't find many sitcoms or like, uh, these days, you know, you have a show and the audience is in there and out, you know? So, and the, the title is a take on, uh, author Judy Bloom's, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. <laughs> yeah. And it also the, 
Also, this was based, uh, you know, this is part of Chelsea Handler's uh, life in her early 20s, but it's based on her book from 20, 2008, and it was called Are You There, Vodka? It's Me, Chelsea. <laughs> I've seen her on talk shows, and she had her own talk show. She's funny. She's a funny woman. You know, it's kind of strange sometimes, you know, but she seems angry all the time, you know, not very, I don't know, like she has a chip on her shoulder, you know, she got to relax. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So that's it for this show. I will do it. So I'm going to do a wrap up right now. Okay. So um, here we go. From the 1950s, I discussed uh, the TV show Racket Squad. From the 1960s, Mrs. G Goes to College. From the 1970s, Curiosity Shop. From the 1980s, Aloha Paradise. From the 1990s, Homefront. From the 2000s, The Lone Gunman, and the 2010, Are You There, Chelsea? So uh, I want to apologize. I was going to broadcast this last week, but something came up. So I'm doing this today, thank God. So I'll have another episode. That will be episode 14, probably next week. And uh, once this uh, show becomes available, you can listen to any podcast that is available. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify. Also, I have a YouTube uh, channel called TV Oblivion, the podcast. Also, I will post this on my social media accounts, uh, Facebook and Twitter. You can click on that. It'll take you right to the episode. So this is Pete Kostanis, your host for TV Oblivion, the podcast. Uh, thank you for joining me. I had a wonderful time. Uh, I had fun. This was uh, interesting. Okay. And so I will sign off. And right now, we will play the pick and pluck song that I always play. So, so long, everybody, and take care. Mm -hmm.